You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I miss our old sad music. The saddest of sad music. I miss it. It made me feel worse it in did. a way that made me feel better. Yeah, I mean, plus it was like classy. Classy sad. It was classy. <laughs> you know what? I miss the old classy it's nuggets. It's a higher cut of sadness. Yeah. What is up, everybody? Welcome into a loser's lounge. Wow. 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 Grumble, grumble, grumble. We're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. I got killed tonight on the beds, too. We didn't have Dev here, so we got murdered. Uh, but I got a squad now. I got uh, Brendan Vote here. Win or lose, rain or shine, we're here with you. Every win, every loss. We celebrate, we suffer together. Tonight we do the lottery, that's just the way it goes. If this was a weather, what would it be? A weather? Yeah, you said rain Sweet or shine. Like, what would it hail? be? Sleet? Hail? Oh, it'd be hail. hail Damn and it. we're on the highway. We were having a picnic. Oh, yeah. we're out on the highway. We're yeah, where your car's back. just getting pummeled. And you're Nothing, like, well. Nowhere to hide. Yeah, yeah. call my insurance now. Uh, over here, I got D-Line Go. What's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> go to Dev. <laughs> wow uh, uh we're gonna go over here to death uh not a fun game at all very very fun experience though like the the, the, the bar tonight was really yeah. like, rocking let's like, talk about the dubs yeah let's talk about that the big that dub. was definitely a win like one of my favorite nights that we've had here um just nothing but just diehards yep. in person um rocking with each other it felt like you were at the real game like in every single way there's chance as if the people can hear you um, <laughs> yeah you know like everybody wow. had it rocking um so it was it was a very fun night met a lot of people it really does make it like less bad oh. when you're in the company of other people who oh, are also yeah. suffering like when you're alone at your house and like the game's over and you kind of turn it off and then you just like you hear the, like the dryer and like everything <laughs> so that's how quiet it is it's terrible. You get inside your own head. You're here. Like, everybody's like, damn it. Ah, it sucks, man. Ah. Yeah. And then, then one like, person talks you into game two before you oh, leave. Oh, I just made the lap. Yeah, I just made you? the lap to, yeah, to yeah. get the temperature of Nuggets fans. Granted, a drunker cross-section of Nuggets fans than probably your average one. Very confident downstairs. I was very surprised. Can't hold these people back. It stinks, though. It stinks. You know, these are such cool nights. You really do have to see this to believe it. And you hate bringing everyone here and sending them home with a blowout loss. But we feel our people who came to party, they brought the energy. These people uh, aren't going home. Come on. Yeah, no, they're, no, they're not just, going home. They're uh, hanging out. This is just awesome, though. Until six in the morning. These are, <laughs> just kidding. We're not open until six. Like, doing this at DNVR is a different thing. And yeah. these are, I always call them reminder nights for Jokic. These are reminder nights for me when I see everyone fill in the bar. And I'm like, oh, that's right. That's why we do what we do. And it's the dopest thing there is. Yeah. So this show, Harrison Wind is live at Chase Center. He's going to be joining us once he speaks to everybody in the post game. That's why we delayed things a little bit more because post game 
going to take even longer kind of get everybody to the podium. <laughs> At least I ex expect it will. But Harrison will be joining us, and I can't wait because it's going to be very eventful, you know, kind of hearing what the perspective was from the team. And we're going to talk mostly today. We're going over the game, obviously, but mostly I just want to know from you guys what do you think was the most concerning and maybe things that you're like, I'm not actually concerned about that. It's just a thing that happened. But first, <laughs> you guys want to do the fast break countdown? No. I'm confused. Oh, you mean just the quick it. recap. You guys want to do that <laughs> where we talk about the, the game? Yeah, let's try that. Steph Curry off the bench tonight. The big bombshell that we got from Steve Kerr. Boom. Wow. What a bombshell. <laughs> Steph Curry is going to be coming off the bench. Jokic was rolling early. I mean, we're going to talk a lot about Jokic tonight because I thought he had a pretty interesting night in ways good and bad. Um, but he was rolling early, and I thought the defense for the Nuggets was absolutely locked in. If you just took the first 10 minutes of that first quarter, Hell yeah. Denver, like, the Warriors, Clay Thompson hit a couple crazy threes. They had a couple contested shots that you were like, man, that's tough, but stay with it because Denver was doing a great job of just staying connected, not making mistakes, making the Warriors work extra hard for all of their points. And I thought Denver played a fantastic first quarter. Like, just really the, the, the first 10 minutes were just absolutely A-plus. I was so encouraged, so impressed with them. The bench came in and kind of struggled out of the gate at the end of the first quarter. It was a little bit ugly, a little clunky, and even into the second quarter. But they rallied at the end. They didn't score. It was like they had one of those stretches where it was two points in four minutes or something like that, and you're like, oh, God, here we go again. But then they got rolling right at the very end of their stint and actually gave Denver, uh, I think Jokic checked out with a one-point lead, checked back in, one-point lead. So it was like one of those perfect. You did your job. You bought Jokic minutes. We're going to get ready to roll here. And right to end the bench's minutes, I don't know if you guys remember this, Jermichael Green hit a three, yep. and it was huge. It was like, all right, momentum, Jokic checks back in, here we go. But Jordan Poole also on the court, and he was absolutely on fire. A ridiculous game. He really got going in that second quarter. He finished the night 9 of 13 from the field. He was the biggest X factor to me in this series. Wrote about it two different times on two occasions. Talked about it here. I thought, Aaron Gordon, Jordan Poole, let's see which player has the good series here. And tonight, <laughs> Jordan Poole was, I mean, A-plus MVP of the night. 30 points from Jordan Poole. Uh, 5 of 7 from the three-point line. And a lot of that damage came in that second quarter. Um, this is the big one of the bigger things to me we're going to get to. The Warriors went to their death lineup, their new-look death lineup, which features Jordan Poole. It features Wiggins at the four, Draymond at the five. I saw a lot of people saying the Nuggets played good for the first 21 minutes of that half, but the th last three they just weren't focused. That's not what happened. What happened was the Golden State Warriors went to their death lineup for the final to close, and they absolutely laid a haymaker on the Denver Nuggets in those minutes. We wanted to know what they would look like. They looked as bad as you could have possibly thought to end that, and they went on like a 14-2 run or something to in, a, in very short order. Very concerning. We're going to circle back to that. In the third quarter, Jokic picked up his second and third fouls really quick. Um, it was kind of a bummer. One of them, they didn't even show the replay. It was like an illegal screen or something. I wish they would have because that was the one I thought was a, a tough one. Third foul he picked up right after that was kind of a dumb one, and now he's in foul trouble. Nuggets were battling. Um, Warriors were, were getting some turnovers. And then an immediate run. Like the, the, the Nuggets cut it down to like six. You felt good. They, they forced a timeout. They come out of the timeout, and it was like a 10-0 run for the Warriors. Game was pretty much over at that point. You had the third quarter. You had the fourth quarter. In the third quarter, you had the fourth quarter. 20-point game. Denver would cut it to 15. It would balloon back up to 22. Cut it, it, it was over at that point. Jordan Poole, uh, the Warriors' small ball lineup to close the, the meaningful portion of this game also went on a run. That's my recap. Did I leave anything out? 
Steph Curry caught fire at the second, at the end of the Cousins game. got ejected. Cousins oh, DeMarcus got Cousins ejected. got ejected. Yeah, that was actually a big one. Two technicals in a row. Dude. Two technicals in a row. I, this isn't a big. This isn't a big story to me. This is a small one. But we talked about this, about Demarcus Cousins, about how he has an important role here that is beyond just like, hey, you're a role player. Your number one job is to buy minutes. You yep. can't be doing this tomfoolery. He did it. What was it? The Minnesota game where he did this exact same thing. Yep. It's like, do you not? When he got the six fouls, do you not know what your job is? Your number one job is to let Jokic rest. It's your number one job. When he comes out and does that stuff, I'm sorry. To me, it is. It is a damning quality of DeMarcus Cousins. He has a lot of talent, a lot of skill. I just It's a damning quality if you're in a game one of a playoffs and a guy can't be counted on to get unforced technicals. When I say unforced, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like he fouled hard in the heat of a moment. It was he was arguing with an official. He gets two technicals. I think people will argue about the fairness of the calls with Boogie, and I think you can have both discussions as one at once. Sure. It did seem like a quick ejection now we weren't on the floor we we couldn't hear what was said didn't seem fair here's the other thing whether or not it's fair for boogie this has been the way it's been for a decade now so his top priority is to it's maybe it's not fair just don't say anything just don't say anything or you stand to do more damage than help it'd be like if he was mike conley but that people just kept calling fouls on him and it's like what he literally never says a word but it's like no there's a reason that you're always the one that it seems to be right. getting these. Yeah. It's hard if to you defend. know that you're the guy that's being keyed in on, you're not going to give them a reason to go after you. Right. And also, if you're going to say that you're trying to make it a point to not be the target anymore, make that the point. If, if they make a call on you, like, at least go out of your way if you're going to be petty and just say, like, thank you or something like that. But for him to argue it and still do the same things and then act confused when they give him one and then actually keep going – like, I, I just really don't. The guy needs anger management classes. He needs it's it. It's not going to help. <laughs> it's well, not going to yeah. help. I, I wanna, what did he say? I wish yeah. I knew what he said, dude. That was wild. Yeah. There, it wasn't, there wasn't any contact. He, like, turned around and, like, pointed at the Yeah, ref. he was face guarding at one point. It was. It was he, I will say this. It was a long time after the play had ended. And he kept that's going. That's the thing. It right. was just that's, so long. That's that where it was it's like, like, dude, you just got I don't know up. if the official just got tired of it. It was like, bro, I gave you 20 seconds to get this out. Like, come on, man. Uh, so I, whatever nice. it is, like I again, I just I'm just over the idea of like, man, he got treated unfairly again. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. the, for the thirtieth time since just since joining Denver, right, right, right. the officials treated him poorly. Yeah. But nonetheless, that's a small story. It's a footnote in this yeah. game. It's not the ring one. Yeah. Um, Dev, what's your big takeaway from this one? My biggest takeaway is, uh, you know, something that we've already been looking at for a couple of weeks now is the disappearance of the of Denver's defense. Like, yeah. you need to have that. Um, defensive personnel you need guys that are going to like step in on that end of the floor and and try to hang your hat on that and Denver does not have those guys right now and then they got the worst matchup that you could possibly get when it comes to not being um, a unified front Golden State Warriors they play beautiful basketball they pass you know they pass it to multiple guys they knock down the three ball they're they're willing to make the extra pass and they're going to also find every single mismatch and they did that tonight and, and I think that's also what scares me the most about them is they don't look like they're slowing down anytime soon because it's just the right basketball. It wasn't like they was like, hey, this is a guy that we're going to go after every single time. Yeah. They just made the right play every single time. And Denver doesn't have a guy that's just going to step up and say, it won't be me. Or you're going to have to do it somewhere else and we're going to try to like um, plug those holes. So it's really the defense for me and um, just 
Warriors not even like they caught fire, but not really. It was a regular game for them. I feel yeah, like definitely. That's a pretty big concern for me though, because this is one of my takes: is Denver lost their two best offensive players. Jamal Murray can be a good defender, and his chemistry in the pick and rolls with Jokic is good, but he's not a lockdown defender. Yeah. So you would think if you took away two uh, offensive, primarily offensive players, do you get better defensively? And that's the thing is, now some of this is the guys that are on the roster; they're also not great defenders. But this is the thing: I, the more I watch this team this year, it is my only strong takeaway. They need an injection of defense, and it's not one guy. Yeah. They need a lot more defense on their roster to compete with teams like this that are just so dynamic. What's your takeaway? Rebounding. The rebounding was insane. Like th There were so many times in pivotal moments where the Warriors got three shots at the basket. Like yeah. uh, It was wild, too. I, I didn't even really understand like what was happening. If it was boxing out, uh, if it was long shots leading to long rebounds. It seemed like a lot of times it, they were just bouncing to the Warriors. Like they, it just felt like the Nuggets were getting bad luck in, in some instances, but also like that's obviously not how it works. I mean, like they were just getting outworked, and it, it was just the whole night. Like the, yeah. to me, the, like there were so many times where it was like, okay, you can get back in. Like, oh, cool, a stop, didn't get the rebound. Right. Oh, cool, well he missed again, didn't get the rebound. Like now, here's the thing though, because I think that you said I don't know why. I'm going to tell you one reason that I believe is why. Denver has been so good as an offensive rebounding team for the same thing. They spread you out, and then there's the, the, the paint's open for you to go and get rebounds. Golden State is phenomenal at this as well. In fact, a lot of the rebounds they were getting were in those small ball configurations. You think that's you know counterintuitive. But here's the thing. Chase, playing against the Warriors on the defensive end is like playing a game of tag where you're constantly doing that, and then all of a sudden a whistle blows, and now you're playing capture the flag. It's like you go from chasing these guys around the perimeter to now you got to go and get the rebound, and that's so hard to do. Yeah. You're zoned in for 20 seconds, yeah. constantly like panic mode, trying to run around. Then all of a sudden, it's now we got to go and do a whole different task. The Nuggets have been good at this, not this year because they can't spread you out like that. The Warriors tonight, I mean, they were on fire from three. They're running around like crazy. Denver stretched so thin, and then you have to, on top of that, grab a board. So they, they can do better, yeah. but it's a really hard challenge. Yeah, you, you make a really good point, um, especially like what the game you're talking about is musical chairs. And it's yeah. really like pushed to half court. So like right. they have all shooters. So all of you know Denver's best defenders, or sorry, best rebounders are now on the perimeter, not close yeah. to the rim because that's where Jokic got a lot of his rebounds is like half court offense and things like that. But now he's having to step out. Now he's having to right. talk on the screen. Now his like all of his attention is on the defensive end where now a ball goes up finally and he's out of position to grab that rebound. So really you got to try to slow them down or at least have communication where you're still able to try to grab the boards and control in that way, but also try to defend and they just don't have that right now. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. You're right. It is musical chairs. It's tag out there, and then all of a sudden you have to run and grab the yeah. seat. Like it's it's really hard to do. What's your big takeaway? Yeah, it's similar perimeter defense. Probably the way Golden State's death lineup crushed them, and you're stretched thin enough as it is in terms of lack of perimeter defenders for Steph and Clay. They're not going to have good options for Jordan Poole. <laughs> They're not. Even Austin Rivers, by the way, got. Yeah, Jordan cooked. Poole gave it to everyone. By the yeah. if, you're, if you're looking at that matchup and saying, oh, that was all Monte or all Will or all – it was Aaron, it was Will, it was Monte, it was Austin. They don't have a good matchup for him, and that's especially so when he's on the court with Steph and Clay. So they get the off-Steph night, but they get the thermonuclear Jordan Poole night, and it's just 
Uh, it's one too many horses. I mean, it no. is. The Denver just doesn't have the defensive guys to keep up with them. This game was scary because it felt, <laughs> I hate to say this, it felt a lot like the start of the Phoenix series where when you saw it, you were like, wow, okay, a lot of things looked like they were advantage goal, you know, Phoenix last year, Golden yep. State this year. It wasn't, it would be nice to sit here and say, oh, Jordan Poole is on fire. All right, next game, that ain't going to happen. But it's like, yeah, that happened, but also the small lineup happened and then the rebounding and then Jokic. So there's so many of these different things, but I like mine was the same as yours, but I'm going to add to it. Yours was the death lineup, the small lineup. You've framed this a lot of it's big versus little. Like Denver's strength is not yep. theirs. The reason I've been not quite why I haven't been there. And the reason as I did this, I did a list, by the way, and even though the game one is over, a lot of the stuff that happened tonight is pertinent to stuff I talked about in the list that published today. So it'd be worth going back. I was nervous after watching the film of Draymond on Jokic because he did a great job, and I thought he did a great job tonight. Jokic was good tonight. He wasn't great. I would have given him like a B minus. He had some very yeah. good moments, and the game is not like, oh, it's on him. I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? He is the leading scorer, leading rebounder, leading assists, leading steals, leading block. Like He did it again. Led the team in every category. Yes, but the framing was Jokic versus Draymond, and if you ask me, Draymond won that one-to-one -one battle because Jokic had a lot of flustered possessions against him, and he just didn't seem to solve him in a way that made them go away from him. If I'm the Warriors, I look at that and I go, our knockout punch destroys them. And that was the battleground that we thought. So to me, that's a big takeaway. Draymond, really good defender, gets physical. And tonight, at least, Jokic, I thought, did a poor job in that specific matchup. He at least slows down Jokic. And also, like, the expectation factor... Draymond Green's going to, like, that is his job, is to slow down Jokic, give him different looks, make him get the ball out of his hands, and, you know, do that without fouling. You look at Jokic's line, he didn't get to the free throw, li uh, right. free throw line. He didn't actually, like, you know, destroy the Warriors with the passes, and it's because of how they were, pl like, playing the passing they lanes. Could, they and, could play, and they could just play one-on-one, -on -one. like, they, they, they dared him to go. Yeah, <laughs> they could defend them straight. And they, you know, they didn't have to, def like, double-team the entire time, so... That's why it does look like, you know, Draymond Green came in and did exactly what he was supposed to do. Jokic still is going to get the best of guys because he's so good of a player and he's, you know, he he really is the best player in the world. But also when you have to think, when you have to have other guys step up with him, he did exactly what his, um, you know, what the assignment was. He knew what it was and he, and he executed and he made Jokic have to work for everything that he got tonight. And they can survive they can go to their trump card because the card that Denver's supposed to have, it said, well, what do you do with Jokic then? Right. Early returns are, well, we can survive that. So Not just a, survive, but thrive. But I dominate. mean, Draymond Green yeah. tonight is a plus 21. Like, Jordan Poole was great tonight, plus 7. Yeah. Draymond Green's a plus 21, and a lot of that is because, again, those knockout punch lineups were exactly as advertised. Yeah, Jokic had a rough night just... On his, of his own accord, also like he did not shoot well. He missed threes. He missed bunnies. I his, mean, th his missed threes were definitely a concern. They I was, were so loud. Like he hasn't. Yeah. He's hit like one three in like a month and a half. Yeah. It's, it's really wild. Like I don't know what has happened. to By the way, just to clear it up, Yoke was the best nugget tonight. Like this is not a no question. This is but a grading it's, it, on but a this, scale. It's but. grading on a scale. But it's like we need you. To have any chance at all, we need you to be the MVP. Dominate. We need you to be the best player in the world. We need you to be what we know you are and what we loudly proclaim you to be. Um, and a night like tonight, like, Twitter's going to suck. Like, Jokic was not, like, <laughs> probably best Jokic, not to be Jokic was, like, kind of lazy on defense. Never yeah. didn't get his hands up. Got blown by a lot. Um, granted, he had to work really hard and, you know, all of those things sort of take a toll and, like, 
add up to maybe too much being asked of him. That's just sort of the theme of this year for the Denver Nuggets. But but Jokic has to be better. He was good. He has to be much better if we if the Nuggets stand any chance at all. Yeah. He also, I also thought we saw that dynamic we talked about when previewing this series of there was a lot of Jokic carding in space in the first half. And by the fourth quarter, I know the game was out of reach anyway, but I also thought Jokic was so exhausted. Like, I'm yeah. not even holding my breath for a Herculean moment here. So, right. I mean, so, so Denver lost so many battlegrounds tonight, guys. It's going to, like, as you try to put the Lego right. pieces together, like, they just got outplayed. And one thing I'll say uh, about all this, Jokic is really good at figuring guys out and figuring teams out. They, Draymond, they didn't play this team this year. I mean, I, honestly, this was one of my concerns was, had Jokic gone up against Draymond with this specific group once or twice, I'd have been like, okay, he's got one or two games of data. You play a game one, a game two, he's going to get more and more data, and like, okay, he'll start to know, okay, here's my pressure points. This one, to me, felt a lot like a Jokic feel-out game. I mean, he was aggressive, but to me, this was a lot of like, yeah, he, this, he didn't know how this was going to go. Now you know, and it's on Jokic now in short order to solve Draymond, the Draymond yep. equation to where that is no longer viable, because if it is viable then you're going to have to count on Monte Morris, Will Barton, Austin Rivers to shut down Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole. That's just like, I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good. The w- best way you could beat them is to punish them on the other end and to make them think, okay, we can't go to this whenever right. we need a big run. Yeah, uh, but when you even look at this game, I feel like that's where Steve Kerr was really good in this game. He really like gave him so many different looks. And even with Draymond, he took him out at a lot of the times late in the game. To, I, don't, I don't think he wanted him to like pick apart the yeah. defense and start to see like how they're defending them in different ways. It's a great ways. point. 29 really f- minutes from Draymond. I feel like it was like Cat and Mouse. There was a time that he really was not in. Draymond didn't play much in the second half. He played like the full third quarter. That's a great point. And yeah. then he was just like, I'm not going to show you anything right now. You're going to have to figure it out from earlier. And we gave you different looks then. So I feel like Jokic is going to have to just be on his toes the entire time and trying to figure it out throughout the series. And by the way, when they didn't, in the second half when they went small, Otto Porter in, in there at center. And by the way, Yoke struggled. Like, he didn't score on him, too. And sometimes yeah. that was like, hey, man, that you got to put him through the rim. So do you have something to add there? Well, I know. It just, man, it was um, – this game was really strange because it started off particularly with Jokic. Like, Jokic started the way that we hoped that he would. He was putting pressure on them. He yep. was uh, getting to the rim. He was shooting little bunnies, making them, doing little up-and-unders, all the things we know he's able to do. Um and then it just that kind of like it, they kind of went away from it. He sort of went away from himself. Um, and then he in like, that tried second to quarter, he it. settled for a couple jumpers yeah. on Draymond there that you were like, like you're letting right. him off the hook there. Like, yeah. Don't do that. Uh, but it, you know, also just like not a good shooting percentage night for for poor Jokic who yeah. has to do everything. I mean, no Nuggets were good tonight. That. Yeah. Except for Jokic-ish. Yeah, but honestly, man, by his standard and what they needed from him tonight, he wasn't good. And right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think literally no Nugget had a had a good no, night relative night. to what we expect and need. And yeah. Uh, let's hit a break. On the other side, though, we just talked about the best Nugget, and it was bad. <laughs> but we have to get into Aaron Gordon, to me, which is probably the number Yo. two storyline from this game. And we're going to get to him on the other side. Uh... <laughs> Have you not been able to watch the Denver Nuggets um, <laughs> or Colorado Avalanche? 
Or Rapids. By the way, the Avs, did they win? Did they end up winning? Yeah, they won. They won. All right, there you uh, go. Did they the had number one in the West. I don't know if they're like a month ago. But Avok is a totally new approach to TV programming delivery that is less expensive, easy to watch, and offers superior picture. Services include local networks like Ahem, Altitude Sports. Avaka TV is growing constantly and adding new channels to their lineup. Most importantly, Altitude Sports. It's available in... Oh, no. Where's my list? Where are they available? Did they get rid of it? I know one of them Sweet is Falls, in Idaho. Yeah, that's one of them. Well, here's how you can get it. Go to avaka.tv slash DNVR. Use promo code DNVR. You'll get $10 off your first three months. You hear that? Promo code DNVR. You get $10 off your first three months. It's only $15 per month for the first three, plus receiver, no contracts, no hidden fees. Check out Evoca TV. It Evoca. gets the people going. It does get the people going. Let's go. DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook, is uh, they want you to play. They want you to win. The NBA playoffs mean next-level basketball. Get ready for all the action by betting the play-in tournament with DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, we're out of the play-in tournament. It's just the playoffs now. But you guys know how this works. Download the new app now. Uh, you're going to get a lot of sweet deals when you do. You can build your own same-game parlay. You can uh, look at the popular bets. A lot of ways to play. A lot of ways to win with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any. Uh, well, that deal is defunct. But, yeah, just download <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All segment two here. Let's move on now to Aaron Gordon, who to uh, me was the second story. And I'll be honest, Aaron Gordon was taking some heat online today. I was pretty surprised. Like, by not by Nuggets fans, just by... You look at the, some of the analysts, and the people are being pretty tough. And I, it was weird. I, it's funny that we had the two X factors: Jordan Poole, Aaron Gordon. Because Jordan Poole had maybe the best game of his life, <laughs> and Aaron Gordon had an extremely disappointing one tonight: eight points, five rebounds. And here's the crazy thing, Dev. I think he got benched. He played 26 minutes tonight. I feel like he should have been benched. Yeah, <laughs> really, he let guys off the hook. At no point did he apply any type of pressure. He was not downhill. He was not aggressive. The one time that we seen it, it was a good play from him. Like, why not just want to do that more? I don't understand why he doesn't get into that habit of just, like, wanting to dunk on people every single yep. time. Like we used to see with, like, Blake Griffin. He right. has that same type of thing. Where yes, always trying to poster. He's just always, every single time. And if he doesn't do it, then at least you're at the free throw line. But you're also just making everyone think about it every single time. The defense is like, okay, I'm not going up with them. Because when he does it, they, they clear the lane. They move out of the way. Um, he's, he's settling for threes. He's not, you know, doing as much on the defensive end. Like, he's not slowing his guy down at all. And he's just kind of out there just wasting space when he's not attacking. So it's like, hey, you have to pick your poison. And it can't be everything at one time. Like, I just really feel like this was a game where – he was not locked in at yeah. all, and it just set the tone for everyone. Yeah, he uh, he was. Another, I mean, he started off well. T the Nuggets, I feel like, figured something out, or at least like they had a really had good something first 10 going minutes. on in the first quarter. Aaron yeah. Gordon looked good. Like everybody was sort of like moving. Defense was good, um, and then I don't know. Like, it, can I it, tell you one thing that happened though around this time that we haven't really gone into yet? <laughs> Steph Curry checked into the game. Yeah. I mean, this is it. like the Warriors are a really good team. They move around. They do all of this stuff. There's one guy that just makes everything like he's like the sweetener. He doubles yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play early on. He was Steph Curry tonight, by the way, just so you know, 
plus 17 in 22 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That I, was the game. Like, But it's wild. Like, the Nuggets stopped doing the things offensively that were, yeah. were working for them. Like, suddenly... Aaron Gordon was taking like weird little uh, mid-range shots that were ill-advised and early in the shot clock. Like it, it was bizarre. Like they got scrambled and they just like lost all of their bearings. Yeah. And then they just started to, you know, they got stagnant. Like all the things that you you expect from a team that sort of like doesn't know what they're doing. Um, and Gordon was like at the forefront of that. He was like taking weird threes. Like like Dev says. I mean. He, he had like you just want him to like play that dunker position, just like yam it on fools, and just like go at the rim, get fouled, like just bring the pressure to their house. And he was really passive tonight. It yeah. sucked. Yeah, I thought he looked uh, overwhelmed by the moment. I thought he did. Really? I, re- I really did. I thought a lot of his shots were rushed, forced. You know, Golden State does so much dictating. Yeah, they. Aaron really Gordon, do. I felt like did a lot of reacting. Yeah. Like, oh shit! The ball's in my hands yeah. now, and and. Defensively, too, I know this is not his matchup. I'm not expecting him to, to shut Steph down or anything, but like Dev said, on both sides of the floor, I didn't feel like he made anyone feel him. And he can provide that in a way no one else on this roster can for Denver. Right? Yeah. He's their best hope of getting physical, of changing the way you know guys want to play defense down low, of changing the complexion of the game. And I just didn't think he did that tonight. And yeah. I, yeah, it, to me, he looked like a, a guy who has not played in the playoffs a lot, who struggled last playoffs, and was maybe sort of in a rush to, to make something good happen. But it, it wasn't the controlled high IQ play they needed from him. You just talked about uh, a few of the, the talking heads giving him heat. Like, in a lot of ways, he's going to take that heat regardless. Yeah. Monte Morris has a bad one. They're going to say Jamal Murray's on the way. You know? Right. Um, that's a good point. Jeff Green, he has a bad one. They're going to say he's older. He's, you know, a vet. He's out of position. There's no excuse for Aaron Gordon. They paid him to be the guy, you know, alongside Jokic. You know, everyone else goes down. They want you to show up in some type of way. And he's not showing up in any of those ways. At least if he was like a lockdown defender, he doesn't have to have those big nights. Draymond Green doesn't have those big nights, but he's doing all of the small things where it's like, okay, you're not going to be able to blame him because he did his job. Aaron Gordon needs to figure out what his job is, and I think that's where there's, you know, the gray area. I don't, you said overwhelmed by the moment, and I don't know if that was it. I definitely think he was sped up. But That's I don't what know. I mean. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because overwhelmed almost means like, oh, he was panicked or like nervous. I don't think he was nervous or anything like that. But I do think it was one of those. Ag's funny because sometimes you feel like he's like, I'm gonna put my imprint on the game. Like that's it. I'm just gonna punch. And some times he's like, I'm gonna shoot her this or that. And tonight it was like, yeah, he got sped up and sped excited up. Yes. and ran into his bad decisions, yes. his jumpers and this or that. Yes. So that's a better way of uh, saying. I think it's going to be a tough film session for him. I really do, and and, and I, I'm so excited to see how he responds. I mean, look, this was game one. It was a fill-out game. I think they're going to look at this and say, yeah, like, hey, man, a lot of this hinges. When they go that tiny, a lot of this hinges on how does Jokic handle Draymond, how do you handle the offensive glass and everything else. And I'm curious to see how he bounces back. Um, we can just kind of quickly, Monte, Jeff Green, Will Barton, Will Barton ended up putting up some numbers, especially late. I mean, he had 24 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists on 10 of 18 shooting. By Will Barton standards, that's a pretty fantastic game. Yeah. Now, a lot of that, not a lot, but some of that came at garbage time a to kind amount. of to kind of b- bolster it up a little bit. Um, I thought he had a, a Will Barton game. There were some good, good things in here and some bad things. Yeah. But I, I, I saw a lot of, I saw some discourses, some people adding me, and I was like, I don't know, Will Barton's just like Will Barton right now. He's not, not like good Barton or bad Barton. He wasn't Barton. the story, I thought. Yeah, I, I. 
I mean, truly, like, I thought he was really the only, one of the only Nuggets that, like, didn't quit. Yeah. Like, he was fighting till yeah, the he end. Was he battling. was battling. Like, he was, you know, making really acrobatic attempts, and, like, he was still shooting threes, and he was still, like, the, one of the only guys that seemed like that he didn't pack it in. So, uh, for that, I appreciate it. I mean, early on, the, the you know, there was some Barton stuff, like, the, I mean, it's a Bart. Like, he turns yeah, yeah. the ball over, and everyone's like, get this guy off the field. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, people, like, chill out. Like, but, um, you know, like, if half the other Nuggets put as much effort in tonight as Will Barton did, like, they'd be in a much better position. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like Will Barton had the effort offensively, not the same effort defensively. Yeah, and we even true. talk about, um, you know, some of the Will Barton things. This is a Will Barton game. But this, that's, there's one big difference. This is the playoffs. You can't have those Will Barton plays, like especially against the Golden State Warriors. Will Barton plays means turning the ball over. You can't turn it over against them. Will Barton plays means giving up the you know backdoor dunks, um, the open three-pointers where he just has no idea where his yeah. guy is. Those type of things are why you're, you're losing games. Those type of things will lose a game for you. So Will Barton, can't, he can't be Will Barton in the playoffs. He has to be a different player. He has right. to be locked in on defense as much as he is on offense while taking care of the ball. And I thought the first 10 minutes, he, like the other starters, the defense was good for right. the first 10. And then the wheels fell off for about all of them, but especially him. I mean, he had a couple of... There was one where he just sort of hung out in the passing lane and half attempted to, to steal a lob to Jordan Poole, who ends up being wide open for three. Like, there were a couple of really frustrating. Um, and he was bad defensively. I will say, after that 10 minutes, I do think I do think all of Denver's perimeter defenders got it. Uh, but he was really bad on that end. I did see some people say that he was he particularly was switching a lot. I thought Denver was. maybe Switching a lot? Switching in the first quarter. Um, That's what they do. No, I know, but I'm saying like I thought everyone <laughs> was switching. Switch. So people oh, were saying yeah. like, when is Barton going to fight through a screen? And I just thought, No, I don't, that's not what they're doing. I don't, that's the not team's what, not, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's not how you the, guard them. I mean, you got to read the list, you guys. You got to become subscribers and so look at this. Like, they, I saw some of that too, like especially from yeah. one other like analyst. Not, not the specific, the switching, sure, but somebody sure. was like, what a late look at this lazy defense from Austin Rivers. And I'm like, you guys don't understand. They're switching. They're switching. Like, what, what but, are we talking um, about here? Like, he was bad defense. He was very bad defensively. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so was Monte. And honestly, uh, so was Austin. Yeah. <laughs> and I so mean, was all of them. I'm just not. I'm not very encouraged by Denver's ability to play better defense. Here's the thing. Denver played great defense in the first quarter, and you say, well, why don't they do that all four quarters? And this is the thing. I haven't seen the Denver play four good quarters of defense for two and a half, three months. Yeah. So right. the, the right. idea yeah. of them doing it now yeah. in the playoffs, just turning a switch and all of a sudden doing it against a team that is as hard to cover as them is tough. I will say one thing, though, uh, as we start to talk about whether what, what we expect for the next game, but this is going to sound like a big hot take. I've said I have one and only one takeaway from the season this year because, you know, no Murray, no Porter, and that was that the Nuggets need more defense. I, I stand by that. 100% think they need two or three more defenders, at least two. One more as a guard, one more probably as a three who can guard twos, but but that, that kind of combo. My other takeaway, and I've said this for years, but I feel more strongly about it than ever, the Nuggets have moved more towards Jokic this season by necessity. I'm worried they've overcorrected there and become a James Harden-esque team that is so heliocentric. Now, they did that this year about a necessity. Again, like we're not going to run sure. the plays through like you know Monte or Jeff Green or whatever, but... When I watch the Warriors play, Steph Curry is their most important player. Draymond Green right there, obviously, defensively. But offensively, Steph Curry is. He can go five possessions without touching it, and the, and it works. 
because they have a system that is built around all of these guys moving in concert right. so much. The Nuggets would thrive in the Warriors' offensive system. And I think the final form of the Nuggets with Michael Porter, with Jamal Murray, with Bones Highland, the way you maximize that is you run off as much as many screens as they do. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the Warriors are always a top defense. They've been a better defense than offense over the last few years. But one of the things I think about is, Dev, you know this. You chase around Steph Curry for 24 seconds, you're going to be so much worse on offense on the other end because you're just like, I need 20 seconds to catch my breath. And I think this is part of why Golden State's so good on defense. They run you ragged on one end that when Golden State goes to the defensive end, you're exhausted. Yeah, yeah you've worked so hard to like get you know this tough shot and on the other end, they're making extra passes, they're having fun, they got yeah. everyone else involved. They're not exerting all the same type of energy or, th that you are. So when you look at the game and you say in the first quarter they were bought in, yeah, you're, that the like sustainability of that for four quarters is just not happening. It's not viable because one team is like doing it in such a different way that's not exhausting. This is who they've been all year. Yeah. They, you know, they Curry is their best player. They run the ball through uh, Draymond Green, who's not the point guard, but Jordan Poole was the story of the night. Clay Thompson was huge, and everybody had their moments. And I think they understand that. It's not guys trying to step out and prove themselves. It's not, you know, what will this guy do as well. It's like everybody is on the same page. They're going to get theirs. Everybody eats, B. That's, yeah. that's the saying. Right. The Nuggets don't have that. They just don't. And it is because of out, out of necessity they've had yeah. to run through Jokic. But also, I think everybody just wants to be the guy. But even when you went back to when Murray was healthy, the Nuggets were still a two-man game. Yeah. And, and it works. Like, I'm not trying to take that away. I'm just saying that the Warriors, do, the Warriors again, they can go away from their main thing so often because the whole system is integrated with itself, and it's so hard. And more to the point, the Nuggets need to become a top-five defense. And you start to think about how is that possible? You know, how, how do you get to that point? The margins matter so much. It is adding defenders. But I think it's also you have to wear them down. You have to wear them out on offense so that defense becomes easier. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors just have better personnel, too. Like, they had, they could, you can't did, expect did, the Nuggets to run around and then you feature Austin Rivers and you feature uh, wide open shots from Monte Morris and all of these. Like, they could, even if they got those shots, like, I don't know that he would make that much of a difference. Like, they don't have a Jordan Poole that's the third, fourth option on the, on the floor. But like, even when the Nuggets had Michael Porter and Jamal Murray, they don't run like this. There was There's no, a lot of stand-up I mean, stand and listen, pick I'm and just roll. saying, we had those eight games and there was like real options all over the place. The, they scored. The top of the, you're not understanding. They scored at the same rate. They scored. What I'm saying is there's a difference between like when you guarded um, P.J. Tucker when he was on the Houston Rockets, you had a possession off. Because he stands in the corner. That's his job. He stands there. So every time on defense, you get to stand there and Houston had the number one offense. Sure. But you got to take it easy uh, on the defensive end. When you guard Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Otto Porter, any of these guys, even the non-shooters, you have to run left, right, sure. over, down. Like It's just exhausting, and that's my point. I think part of why Golden State is so good defensively is you're so tired from chasing them. No, on the I, I get that. I just don't know that they... Any of our personnel would command the attention that a Steph Curry does going crisscross. Would Bones Highland? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that, that's one guy, though. Like... This is this is part of what it is to be in purgatory. Like yeah. this is the necessity part. It's like, I don't, what's I'm, the other option? I'm more talking less. I'm talking less about this year because, like, look, they're they've made this work with duct tape and For Jokic sure. being incredible this year. They made it work. But even when they had Jamal, when they had Michael Porter, I always felt like 
they could steal a lot from this playbook of like, how do you best get Michael Porter's to be effective even if he never touches the ball? Run him like they do. Run him around. Run him off multiple screens and, and be smart to be able to react to all the different things that they do. Let's hit our other break, though. Um, on the other side here, we got some super chats to get to. I want to talk. I want to go through the Warriors' uh, box score and just say, hey, is this going to happen again? Oh, We're going to start with Jordan Poole. Let's hope no. Yeah. Can we say no right now? Yeah, we'll get there. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Beers are on tap. Regular seltzers are sold at the bar. I have a feeling we sold a good amount tonight. I think Shout we out to everyone that came through. You all supported. We appreciate it. You know who else supports us? Breck Brew. So you can support them as well. Breck Brew is a beer for any occasion. And there's no better way to watch a game than having some Breck Brew. How do you get it? Well, there's so many different kinds to get. So check out the Breck Beer Locator. One option you could try is the Mile High City Copper Lager. Punch that in. Tell it where you live. Uh, they'll tell you where to go to get that beer. Pretty sweet pretty simple and the beer's delicious so how about that uh also uh the farmhouse is still oh nope that reads gone just kidding just check out the beer check out the beer it's really good especially the mile high city copper lager you can get it at your local grocery store you can get it at the dnvr bar or you can just use that breck beer locator and they'll tell you where to go the official beer of dnvr oh no oh no what happened oh no master list okay we're good <laughs> we're good um colorado's Premier Dispensary Lightshade has 11 locations, and they want you to check out Ripple, which is a fast-acting dissolvable, clinically proven to hit two times faster than the leading gummy. Starts absorbing within 10 minutes, so you can get uh, depend on a consistent experience every time. Why wait to get high, Eric? Well, you can get high in uh, in just 10 minutes. You Do know I have to I mean? wait now, or how much longer are we on the show? Uh, <laughs> at least another 10 minutes. With Ripple dissolvables, you can make anything inedible. Flavorless dissolvable powders. Where do you find it? You find it at Lightshade. Where do you find Lightshade? There's 11 of them in Colorado. What do you do when you walk in? You scream DNVR at the top of your lungs, and uh, they'll give you 25... DNVR! They'll ask you to calm down, say that a little more quietly, like, and wait till like, you check out. Get out of here, actually. Yeah, but then they'll give you 25% off any item that's not on sale with code DNVR. All righty, back here. We got some super chats, Kale? Uh, a bunch of sickos. The sickos super chatting this tough L. The only super thing about this evening, <laughs> the chat. Jokic just four for 32 from deep lately. Is it mental? Probably. I know, dude. It's so wild. He's off. I mean, you could tell. My prediction was it was going to be a big part of his game today. He only took four, but I do feel like they were deliberate, and uh, it was it was kind of one of those like, hey, let's get it going, let's see what happens. I'm, I'm concerned. I mean, I, how could you not be? Yeah. The man's not hitting threes. He's just not hitting them. I don't. I the don't one know. I will say the one plus side of this is, Yoke, you know, he works in the off season. I do think that this is like him being this bad at threes this year, like. I know what he works on this offseason. Yeah. I know the thing that's going to be like number one on the where do we improve. It's going to be that three point shot. Some people have speculated maybe it's the wrist he hurt early in the year. Could oh, be. Dude, I mean, just, sometimes you just miss. I don't know. Like, yeah. He's not. It's he not doesn't affecting have, he doesn't have confidence in it. Yeah. It, he it, have it is mental. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Under says this game sucked. That's right. But get game two and it's on. Let's go. For now, happy Easter Nuggets oh, Nation. We shall rise. We shall rise. Oh, <laughs> man. You are right. <laughs> It's all right. We should of rise because of yeah, how they. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know the story. That is right. I'm Let's so ready for go, it. Dude. Oh, I like this one. Uh, David W says it's only one. It's only one. It's only game one. <laughs> What's up, D-line? What's that up, D-line? That was a tough <laughs> sentence for you just now. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> it's only forward. game one. <laughs> What's up, D-line? <laughs> well, if you want to know how it actually should be read without the punctuation, it's only game one. What's up, D-line? Yeah, that's the affect that I 
expect the yeah. flat affect. It's well, only game one. What's the what's Can you like? answer his question? What's up, man? Uh, was that a question? It yeah. was. He said, oh. "What's up?" Oh, what? Uh, I'm in hell. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, uh, what is your mood like? One to ten? Like, how do you feel? Um, I feel discouraged. Yeah. I feel. Um, Tonight had a, an inevitability feel to it. It, it felt a lot like the this, this Sun series. Uh, the Nuggets came out and played so well, and then they just eroded in the way you expected that they would, which was disconcerting. But, uh, you know, listen, Jokic didn't Nobody play. Says, listen, listen. He didn't play. Jokic didn't play like Jokic, you know? And, like, nobody else played like themselves. So is it over? I don't know. But... <laughs> Like, we're going to get a better effort than fucking that one. I'm telling you, I think Yoke has a lot of game ones that look kind of like All this. of the like, game ones suck for the Nuggets. Uh, Every single one well, of they them. Won, no, they won in overtime against the, was it the Jazz? Yeah, I think it was the Jazz. Oh, yeah, they won, won game one, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they won game one of that one yeah. in OT. It was pretty spectacular. Whatever, yeah. Game one. Uh, 15 years ago, back in the bubble. <laughs> My thing with Yoke, we'll just wait, let's wait and see game two. Let's see game two. Yeah, definitely. Um, T says, Super, Super chat. chat. Let's go. Dude, T. Sweeney gets us. He gets us, man. That was every word of that was great. <laughs> Logan says, is there a way we can get brothers <laughs> and foster fired? Uh, no. 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 No, dude. We're we tried, get fired actually. so much faster than those two are. Foster. Foster sucks. He's so bad. Dude, oh, every every ref that you know the name of sucks. Every single one. Ed Malloy there tonight. Ed Malloy was kind of terrible tonight, too. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, I, can I just say, like, I don't understand what an NBA foul is. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what Jokic has to do to get a well, call. Well, uh, you know what? One one thing that is crazy, where the game kind of turned, or one of the turning points of this game, was that foul, the phantom foul on Jordan Poole. On the and three. On the well, three. No and, and, and they were on a bit of a run, but you give them three extra points there, and it's like, man, that pushed it to a 10-point lead or whatever. That one was kind of big, and I... I the replay that they showed, I don't think there was a foul, and I don't think that there was, like, if you challenged it, I think you won. That that was, like, a 95% accurate challenge. Now, here's the thing. Malone wants to save those for end of game. What if Yoke's in foul trouble? What if this is that? I think that using a f- challenge, if it erases points and it has a near 100% certainty of, of it getting your in, in your favor, I think we undervalue that. Because you save it for later where it's like, okay, Jokic's sixth foul or what have you, or ball out of bounds, last possession. It has to be definitive. Like, most of the time, at best, you have a 70-30. We're like, I don't know if it's a charge or not. 70-30, it'll call it. If you have a 100%, it's going to take points off the board to use it. Yeah, yeah I think that that one should have been uh, used for sure because, like, it, three points. It, it amplified the moment. Three points. Also, they were on a run. Yeah. So you try to slow that down in some type of way. Um, and also, you maybe win over the referees because you weren't getting the I points. always think that that's the thing. I always think that, but exactly. I doubt it actually is that way. It, it might they, not they feel bad. We're like, wow. It's like, like, like oh, okay, we're calling it both ways. Like, we, we clearly messed up there, so let's, like, try to pay attention to that. I really yeah. do feel like that's, like, a, a human aspect of just being a referee. Um, so I feel like that should have been three points, momentum changer, a stop in action. It's a lock. The yeah. funniest thing about the God NBA damn. is if you think about the, like Steph Curry, he did the like run around the stream and then stop on a dime and go up and Austin Rivers knocked into him. And it's like it is a foul. But you think about how hard it is to guard the perimeter against a good shooter where it's like you have to run at full speed, but also if they stop, whatever. And then you think about Yoke in the post 
and like Jokic and Draymond are just oh, like it's just tackling it's each other. Two like, different games. You're like, how is this the same sport? It's, it's just like seven, that, like, ten feet away from each it's other. It's literally like there are two sets of rules. Yeah, there are. There's the inside the and the outside. Unbel- yeah, the, the touch on the arm. Can you imagine like, Austin oh. Rivers just banging and, with Steph Curry? By the way, <laughs> you know who understands this to a T? Draymond I know, Green. I know, I know. Who is just like, he? I'm, I'm giving him credit, by the way. He was incredible defensively tonight. He's also just a guy who knows he's allowed to foul down yeah. low, and he does. Yeah. And, uh, I hate everything. <laughs> he's smart. He's so smart. I, I'm telling you, as a basketball appreciator, like I just appreciate him so much. Like Draymond Green. I'm just saying he's so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this bad. Bad. We all like. Yeah, he's great. He's screwed. Draymond. Hey, Yoke's great too, and I want to see him solve it. That'd be. He will level up in this series if he can solve this. I mean, he really will. Uh, let's see what else we got. Jack says Monte looked really small tonight. It's tough to see because it's not a lack of effort or concentration. He just couldn't get through those screens. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's tough. I, I again, we'll get to a lot of the offseason stuff. But as I build the case for Denver, just needs more d- defense. Like not one guy, multiple guys. I look at it, I go Jamal Monte Bones. I I have a hard time seeing all three of those guys being at the final four. Barton, of course, but I have a hard time seeing even three of those three point guards because you've got to have just some lockdown guys and they might suck on offense like Nuggets, the trade that might put Denver over the the top is going to be like a beloved Monte or or Bose or one of these guys oh, we all love for some is, guy that's like shoots 20% from three and everybody's like what he averages four dude, points so, yeah but that's what the you need up part is you're describing the Aaron Gordon trade I know, I know. Uh, this uh, I was gonna say this is Already starting to become the darkest timeline we discussed, where it's like, but then you well, win. we got to trade everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, what, what if we just added two incredible players that changed the dynamic of this. everything? We Look at this. Mix My up. show just got better. Oh, <laughs> looks like Brendan Vogt got himself a cocktail. <laughs> Let's go. Don't mind me, boys. We, oh, we, have, we never do. We have. By the way, you know, you know, what we <laughs> added to the DNVR bar tonight. Rakia! Rakia sold at the DNVR bar. Sold. Yeah, yeah. I went and bought them. I handpicked them, and I made sure <laughs> there were options to get ones that had honey in it, the aged kind that we know is better. I got the worst That's right. variety, that plum shit. I know. Uh, because people have to understand what it's like to drink that. It's so true. Live in the internet. And it, every time I see somebody order it, I'm going to go and make them talk to me. Yeah. Then Ooh. shoot it and then keep talking to me about the Denver Nuggets for an hour. There's just, nothing funnier than uh, when we have the honey one that's like delicious. Yeah. And everyone's like, and oh. everyone's like you guys don't like this. Like, no, that one we like. No, that one's good. Yeah. 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 It, it becomes a, a joke about me, too. Yeah. They're yeah. Just yeah. Like, They're like, oh, what's wrong with you, dude? Yeah, I'd be crying about drink this. The this is delicious. Stuff, dude. I'm like, no, no, Step it's up. not the same. <laughs> that is not the same one. Step Ladies up. and gentlemen, the man with the wind in his hair is. Joining us live oh from the Chase Center. Look the at wind this. by the bay. There's a, the you have a tan. <laughs> you already have a tan out there, right? I don't, my goodness. He's been out there for like 13 hours. Yeah. He's already tanned. This this lighting in Chase Center really doing me well. I got to <laughs> say, man, I, did you actually go to the bay? That looks like a green it screen looks a behind you. like <laughs> a green screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks a lot. Harrison reporting live. <laughs> I know. You, are, you, are you in Studio B? <laughs> <laughs> it looks so much like a, it, it does look really good. I mean, I've just got a natural knack for setting up the camera perfectly. Oh, oh, really you know good. what? You do have that. You, you do. do. Uh, so first of all, is this your first time in Chase Center? Yes. Yes, I did see a game in Oracle a few years back, but this is my first time in Chase Center. So how do you compare the two, Oracle versus Chase? Oh, man. Chase Center is like a palace. It's honestly like a palace. It's got that, what I describe as a new arena smell. Kind of like a a new car smell, new arena smell. Well, all right. Um, Good for for them. Hey, you know what? It's nice. Ball arena smells good too, okay? 
I like I no, I like not, knowing not this Adam, not like this. Not like I that. like knowing that the uh, employees of Google can enjoy themselves at work it's and so at true. the arena and uh, all places. I think I'm glad that they're living well. I think this you every time they cut to the, like the courtside fans, I'm always like, these are like the richest a holes. Yeah, I know. I, I'm like corrupting the world. It's one. true, but like I'm like I I feel good that my pain and suffering is benefiting them directly. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, all right, Wind. Um, any other notes from the game? Before you get us to the locker room, is there anything you maybe picked up at the arena that would not be picked up on the broadcast? I mean, I feel like Denver had an opportunity to steal one tonight, especially so like at the end of that second quarter when they first let go of the rope. Yeah. Like, Steph Curry didn't really do much in the first half. He didn't yeah. do anything in the first quarter. Like, Nuggets were right there. And then it was just one run. And um, it kind of felt like it was over after that, you know? Yeah. But they, sure. but they were right there. I, I almost feel like they did have an opportunity to steal one tonight. What's funny about the Warriors is you kind of have to recalibrate your brain. Uh, a 20-point win by the Warriors is like a 12-point win by most teams. Just they put up points so quick that it's like... It could feel like you got blown out worse than you did, but it's just because they had four threes in a row, and you're like, well, that sucked. Um, all right, well, take us inside the locker room. What, how was Michael Malone after this game? You know, he wasn't that down, um, and neither were really any of the players. Um, I mean, Malone's message pretty much was, we beat ourselves. Like, one of the take-home lines from his presser was like, you know, we can't beat ourselves and beat the Warriors in the same game. And, like, that's what happened tonight. We yeah. beat ourselves, so we weren't going to beat them. Um, he in what, in what ways? Second... In what ways specifically? Well, yeah, yeah. I was getting to that. Um, the 11 turnovers, you know, like, only 11 turnovers is a good number, but they scored every time off those turnovers, you said. Yeah, but and that's what Golden State does. I This is one of the things, again, that was in the scouting report was that they don't generate a ton, but they just score on every single one that they generate. Right, right. And then the offensive rebounding, too. They only got 10 offensive rebounds, which you would think is a good number, but they scored on – they got second chance points on, like, all of them. Yeah. Um, so, so those were the, the couple of things you pointed to. And of course, like the defense, um, they did a poor job guarding the three tonight. You said that's that probably doesn't fall under the category of beating themselves because that tends to happen a lot to this team. Um, and then the fouling, uh, there was a bunch of talk about the free throw discrepancy tonight, and I'll get to that. Twenty-nine to thirteen um, was the foul count, but. Malone pregame was like the team that's more aggressive and more disciplined is going to win this series, and he didn't feel like the Nuggets were aggressive enough tonight. He, he didn't feel like they were in attack mode tonight. He didn't feel like they were aggressive enough in getting to the 50-50 balls tonight, and so that was kind of the theme. Because Denver didn't take it to Golden State enough. Hmm. I mean, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, we'll see what happens. All right. What else? So he was getting questions about, you know, Nikola Jokic only getting to the line two times in 35 minutes so tonight. So stupid. Um, what is life? I mean, Malone pretty much said, look, like, well, he started off, we've got to go back and uh, take a look at the film and see why he only got two free throws. And he goes, he played 34 minutes. He only got to the line two times. There were times when his jersey was getting pulled out a lot, but, you know, we'll have to 
we'll have to look at the film and see why he wasn't getting to the line. So he didn't go um, take that for data after game one. Well, he did. I thought he might. But. Yeah, he did. Um, Yoke one. His first free throws came from a foul because they were in the bonus. Like it was. That's what's so funny about it. Was it even like on scoring moves? He just got. <laughs> Yo, it sucks. This is the, what sucks so much about being a huge Jokic guy is that you just. It's just nonstop struggle. Like every, it's just like everyone wants to find a, like to tell you why he's not good. Why, like the refs give him no favors. Like it's just like an uphill battle all day, every day. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. But it just like after a game like this, you're like man come the fuck on like give us a little bit here like this is unreal like he has to take on the weight of the world he has to completely be the backbone for the denver nuggets in every way and he just does not get a fair shake yeah. like you want like it's just not fair like you, you hate to have this like feeling and this like whiny uh reaction to a game but like you're like man i don't i don't understand this i i literally don't understand like what why just because he's so strong and is like decently unaffected by people fouling him, why those are then not fouls? Yeah, it, it, it's irritating. All right, Wind. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then finally, Malone was asked, you know, what were they doing that was so effective against Eric Gordon? And he kind of he, he kind of was throwing some subtle messages at, at Gordon. I think through his words tonight, he goes. Aaron Gordon, we all know this, is at his best when he's attacking. Uh, we don't want to settle for threes as a team. Aaron, when he plays with that attack mindset, he's a different player. So he didn't feel like you know, Gordon attacked the rim enough tonight. And you know, we talked about this leading up to the game. I mean, so simple. It's, it's, it's a pretty simple formula with yeah. Aaron Gordon. And tonight, you know, it was the bad Aaron Gordon. It was the Aaron Gordon who settled for a lot of jumpers. Oh shit! The party bus just arrived. It's yeah, gonna yeah. be in, It's gonna get wild here at the bar. Uh, it's gonna go wild. All right, keep going, Harrison. So we talked to Will Barton as well, and I mean, I feel like the messaging from from Malone was pretty clear. Like, this is what pretty much all the players had to say. It's one game. We think we're fine. You know, like we've been down in series before, um, but you know, we've just got to take it to them more. Um, Will said, look, we didn't defend. We had too many breakdowns. We gave up too many threes. We beat ourselves. Turnovers and offensive rebounds. And, you know, we're definitely not demoralized. It's just one game. Our job is to just get one here. Yeah. So that's kind of their, you know, mindset right now. All right. Well, that's good. And then Will said, look, they just, like, beat us to the punch. They beat us to the punch tonight. That's definitely true. That's that's another thing I would say I'm concerned about is the Warriors are fighters, man. Those guys battle. They honestly, like, Draymond sets the tone emotionally, and these guys all get in line behind he it. loves this shit so much. The flex he had after the and one, and I know I get it, fans being fans, but, like, oh, you're flexing. What are you? You only scored six points. Like, dude, Draymond loves to compete. He loves, loves to, to come compete. out here with those two guys this time of year, make all these smart little decisions defensively, make all the right little choices in between the cracks throughout the game, and he just gets so fired up. And I think about the way this game sped AG up versus the way it fed Draymond, yeah. like Popeye and his spinach. Yeah. I mean, these are just two teams that are in, di are in different places with regards to playoff experience. And it can be overstated, but you really saw the way Golden State embraced this versus how it affected Denver tonight. Yeah, I love the fact that uh, Aaron Gordon did get called out, and he does respond in those type of situations. 
Aaron Gordon's not, you know, one of these players that's um, just trying to find their own. He, he does need that guidance. And when he does get called out, especially from his coach, he like he's going to bounce back and he's right. going to make sure that he, he puts in that type of effort. So I do expect him to bounce back in this next game. Yeah. All right. Go, what else? Yeah. Monte Morris said, look, they did what they were supposed to do. Uh, they came out and protected their home court. Our goal is just to get one game. We always bounce back. Um, that was the mood in the locker room. You know, it's just one game. No need to panic. We've been down before in the series. Um, but you know, Monte, yeah, Monte was hitting on the fact that, look, a lot of the offensive rebounds that we gave up were 50-50 balls. And, you know, like, we can control that. We just got to, you know, get to the ball first. Yeah. And he thinks, like, that's fixable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then Nicola, um, kind of the same thing from, from Nicola. Um, he said, look, they were just better than us in every aspect. Um, we were the taller team. They got more offensive rebounds. Um, they beat us right. three. They beat us to 50-50 balls. And um, he was just talking about how they defended him. He goes, look, they had Draymond. He's one defensive player of the year. They threw a lot of bodies at me, but I missed a couple easy ones. They were defending me well, though. I just need to at least make my layups. Um, and then he said, look, um, we've got to be docked. We've just we've got to be first to the ball. We've got to be first to punch it. We've just got to you know, be more aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then finally he was asked about just like in the playoffs, the question was pretty much getting at, you know, why'd you only have two free throws tonight? And he didn't really want to answer it, but he goes, yeah, I think, you know, the playoffs is, is a little more chippy, if I can say that. A little, a little, more, a little more chippy. I love that. I love his, if I can say that. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's One like, of his speech crutches. I love yeah, it. You're allowed to say whatever the fuck uh, you want, by the not way. Everything. But yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. Can I ask you, Wind, what'd you think of Jokic's night? I mean, I thought he was okay. Um, yeah. He got off to a great start when, you know, the Warriors just single coverage him, and then they started doubling him, and you know, he couldn't get that same clean look. But um, the three-point shot's concerning, you know? Like, he's got to hit his threes, I feel like, for Denver to win this series. He was 0-3 tonight. Didn't seem like he had a ton of confidence taking him either. So um, but that's something to watch, I think. Yeah, definitely think he can be better. Was, was there any conversation amongst media, kind of how they analyze this game? Um, any, any anything around the water coolers there, Wind? I mean, I think a lot of us thought this is how game one could go. Yeah. <laughs> but the the only difference is that like I didn't feel like it was that intimidating of an atmosphere. Ah, or like interesting. The crowd was really like making this. Um, like a place where Denver couldn't win a game in the first quarter because the Nuggets were in this thing. Yeah. Like until the end of that second quarter. Yeah. So I was almost expecting like Denver to come in here and just the atmosphere, the environment to get the better of them, and that's not what happened at all. You know. They just got out outclassed. They got outclassed. <laughs> they just, they they just, just got, got outplayed. Uh, regular outplayed. Uh, all right. Well, Harrison, yeah. thank you for the report uh, live from Chase Center. Get to your hotel safely. Chase and, yeah, Center. Actually, get good look at your hotel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you, buddy. Um, oh, man.
Oh, Harrison Wynn, live How from the How funny would that screen. be if he was at his house? <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just pocketed the travel expense? Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> uh, let's get, I would. Let's get back to I these would. super chats here. What, what else we got? Some people coming in. Josh Moore from Down Under. <laughs> he says, Adam predicted an out-of-control beatdown on the Nuggets on Locked On. This is it. If you were the rally voice. What do you tell them game two? Oh, if I were dot dot dot's like a new thought. Got it. Hey, it only counts as one, right? It only counts as one. Uh, I mean, you got to go to the tape. You just got to look at the things. I mean, if I'm Michael Malone, where do I put the point of emphasis? Yeah, I mean, Aaron Gordon. It's like, hey, man, we're. How do you? You're. You are who you are right now. You're 27, 28 years old. Like, hey, are are you the guy that we always say? Why don't you take it to the whole hardler? Like, why don't you do that? This is an opportunity of, hey, yeah. man, you just need to impose your will. The way Draymond imposes his will on games, like, you got to impose the will. And then the Jokic just say, hey, look, you got you to gotta figure it out. Hell or high water, if it takes game two where you shoot 50 times, where you're just, like, constantly testing the perimeter, like, whatever you got to do, you got to solve that one. And all these other problems behind it, um, you know, you got to address the big ones before you get to the little, the little ones. Agreed. That's my rally cry. But at the same Let's time, go. I'm also given the confidence of like, uh, hey, I man. I through a wall. Yeah. But the <laughs> also the confidence of you know you you can do this. Like, you, you've done it for stretches. Like, you just got to keep adding. If you did it for, we'll say, 15 total minutes tonight, can you get it to 25? Maybe that's not enough to win game two. Maybe it is. But you just got to keep adding to it until you get there. And here's the thing. There are still guys on this roster who understand how playoff series works. This right. sucks. Was there enough for you to look at this and think they can win this series from our perspective? No. It's one game. It right. counts as one. The Nuggets have had their backs against the wall before. It Game two will tip off. If they win game two, fuck game one. You split, right. you go yeah. home 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I have my gin and tonic. I'm ready to Holy drop some shit. Wow. You're like a new guy. Yeah. Like Popeye. <laughs> J- Jacob's bringing us down. He says, every nugget is bad. Yeah. I'm still st- I feel stupid for having yeah, any hope. Yeah, yeah. I get you moron. Bro, I, I Jacob. Get what way, what an idiot. Jacob's a moron. You had hope. Dude, yeah, what are you doing? guy doing over here, bro? Oh. The best part is he's going to have the same hope game, yeah, too. Like, if it all goes away, you're going to be yeah, right back. Too. You're not going to look as Can silly. Can you pull up David W. Super? It's yeah. so funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He says, my Rakia shots were absolutely, absolutely awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We think the Hell same yeah, thing. Yeah, they were, dude. <laughs> I, I made sure of it. I, I, I had the, uh, I guess you would say the aged version, the Añejo. Ooh, the aged one. The Añejo. Añejo yeah. uh, Rocky, and I was like, nope. Going for the young and the, <laughs> the young rough plum. Ah, there you go. <laughs> uh, BXS23 says, I think the Nuggets key to victory is playing smart and defense. We do need other players to step up. Joker can't do it all by himself. I mean, I, I agree. Like, honestly, so the <laughs> playing smart is such a big part of it in defense. This is my thing about you look at you look at the Mavericks. The Mavericks this year with Luka Doncic, you look around and you go, who's their best, second best player? Is it Jalen Brunson? Is this or that? What they have is a great defense and just some guys. But a great defense, Luka Doncic, and some guys in that formula have won a lot of games this year. They almost beat Utah without Luka, and you think, how did they do this? Because those guys know how to defend. I honestly think that's, that's the formula. You look at it and you go, Jamal Jokic, boom, you got it. Everybody else needs to be on that roster so that when you play the Warriors, you're not about like, hey, we need player X to step up and make shots. Like, no, we just know the Warriors are going to have a hell of a time trying to score on this team. And I, I, just, I, I do think it's worth pushing back just a touch. I mean, you're 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 right about a lot of it. The but pop punk is on fire. <laughs> no, just look. It's the same thing as that Phoenix series. It's 
it's not all defensive prowess. Like, the whole equation is different when you have your shot makers and your run stoppers and your, oh, they can't get comfortable on defense either. Like, it helps. The, the final form of this Nuggets is supposed to be just as difficult to guard. Right. And that's the thing. Dallas built that team. That's where their cap went. They right. didn't sign MPJ or Murray. Right. Like, the Nuggets built an offensive juggernaut that can't be that right now, and that's right. just that. Yeah. The positive uh, like aspect of this is, there's a lot of guys that like have to like be accountable and take some accountability in this game where it's like, hey, we all have to step up. Right. Nobody was good. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, right. next game, I'm gonna have to work harder to get through screens. Next time I'm gonna communicate. Like it everything went so bad in this first <laughs> game that there's so much that so guys true. are gonna have to change and it has to be within themselves. It's not like, you know, Jokic had fifty and no one else did anything where you're trying to overdo right. it. But he wasn't even. everybody was like bad. So it's like, right. okay, how can we get better as a unit? And I think that that's like something that you can be like feel positive about. Yeah. yeah. Last super chat coming in. Oh, Nico Berger. Nico says, I really hope that our supporting cast can build from I this. Love this. We'll settle it. Let's go, Nuggets. I love this, man. Yeah. What are you going to do? Stop being a fan? Yeah. Oh, believe. It's one game. <laughs> yeah let's go <laughs> it's so true man like jordan Poole had his moment tonight tip your hat um he was a role player you know he was an other that stepped up and have it i hope for this next game that denver can improve and and, and kind of get back into this one and, and maybe give a glimmer of hope and then again i've always said if the nuggets can find a way to split still got jamal murray sitting right there you hey, get man. three days off after Monday's game. We'll see what happens. This is a flush it. Flush it. Flush it. Game over. We talked it out. We spent our time with you beautiful people. Oh, and you sick of so worse, huh? Yeah, you know. Just now, kidding. I still feel awful. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll, t I'll tell you what. I make I'll make this promise to you, the viewer. I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> That's we'll see you next time. <laughs> that was it? That yeah, was it. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. Everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. Hit that like button on the way out. Good chat. All see things considered. Time.